This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. P5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And hey, welcome everyone to Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman here with you. The Magic have another off day. They'll play again tomorrow against the Washington Wizards. We'll have it for you right here, 96-9 the game at 6.30 9, and uh, on Valley Sports Florida as well, uh, 6.30 p.m. And the Magic will try to make it eight consecutive wins. And that'll be their longest win streak. Again, will continue since they had their franchise record nine in a row uh, back in 2010-11 season, they've won nine consecutive games three times, and you've got two cracks at the Wizards. So the first one will be tomorrow right here on 96.9 The Game. But all of our attention will be tonight on the in-season tournament and the scenarios that the Orlando Magic need to advance, uh, to move on, whether they can win the group, can they get in as a wild card. We'll break all that down for you. But before we get to the in-season tournament, Jake, the news came down late last night. Paulo Bancaro, Eastern Conference Player of the Week. And why not? He plays for the hottest team in the Eastern Conference. He led the hottest team in the Eastern Conference. It's the 13th time that an Orlando Magic player has won Eastern Conference Player of the Week. It's the first time since Nick's, Nick Vucevic won it back in 2019. I did not realize that. We'll give you the numbers. Five games, 23.6 points per game, five rebounds, four assists, 56% from the floor, 53% from three, and just over one block. He's made 10 of his last 18 threes, just stepping into them, and they're a thing of beauty. So now you look at this Magic team, and you mentioned it this morning with Mike Bianchi, when Franz and Paolo combined, when they each have 20 points in a game, this team is 5-0. and When Paolo gets 20 by himself, they're 8-1. and When Franz gets 20, they're seven and one. So there seems to be a direct correlation between Paolo and Franz playing well and this Magic team having success. But how about your Eastern Conference Player of the Week, Jake Chapman? Yeah, well deserved. And you and I have been saying, you know, going back a couple of years now, it, it is kind of ironic that Booch was the last one to win it, and it was in 2019 because we haven't won a whole bunch of games since then. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. This is and we. This is true. And we always say, yes, it's painstakingly true. We always say that these kind of awards come when you win games, whether it's All-Stars, Sixth Man of the Year, Defensive right. Player, whatever, um, Rookie of the Year, obviously. I, I mean, Franz might have been Rookie of the Year if we won more than, what, 21 games or whatever. Absolutely. In rookie season. So, you know, yes, we went 4-0 last week, and then all of a sudden, all the decision makers and voters say, boy, we, we need to acknowledge what Orlando is doing down there. Um, and Paulo has been at the center of all of it. The numbers certainly add up when you go through what he did last week. The three-pointer is what really leaps out at you because yes, we're not yes. a three-point shooting team. And Paulo, I mean, he shot, what, 28%, I think, his rookie season. Like, that wasn't necessarily the strength of his game. And it's like, you know, it, I, I, I had to But he did finish. You're exactly right. But he did finish about 40% the final quarter of the season. So you saw a little uptick, and, and maybe there's some carryover into this year, which has been nice. And it's and it's a really good point because we I was looking the other day. Remember remember how he struggled in February? I think he made one three-pointer in the entire month of February. Yes. Last yes, year. yes, it, yes. If I recall, I mean, it was just he was over two and, and one for four. 
Um, it was it it, it it contributed to the quote unquote slump. Um, he doesn't need to shoot the three in order to be effective, but when no. he does, it's like Giannis shooting the three or something like that. Maybe not quite. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it but it really is going to completely open up. And, and and you mentioned it. He's stepping into open threes, and that has something to do with what Franz is doing. That has something to do with everybody else. Um, the offense functioning and him, you know, at times sitting out there and waiting, you know, uh, Jalen's breaking down defenses or or Franz breaking down and collapsing a defense and, and Paolo's just getting clean open looks, not to mention what he's able to do with the ball in his hands and, and when that aspect of his game, you know, shooting off the bounce um, expands. So I, I think that's the thing that jumps out at you, but he's just been so solid, so efficient, and the team's winning games and they're winning sort of high-profile games against good teams. Um, or at least did last week. So it's certainly well-deserved. And, you know, it feels like the first of many if we keep playing this way. There's going to be a whole lot. Yes. I'm already talking about Coach Mosley and and Cole and um, some of those individual recognitions. Franz, obviously, um, it, again, we don't have a 20-point score on this team right now. So it's coming from a lot of different places. Um, but Paulo, you know, Paulo's been so good over the course of this winning streak and certainly last week. Well, and if you keep this up, right? So right now you're what, tied with Philly for second in the Eastern Conference. Boston sits there atop. Philly blows out the Lakers last night. They're absolutely rolling, and you're right there in you're right there in position. If you can stay, let's say your top five or six team in the Eastern Conference come the All Star break, I, I think you've got a legit shot at getting an All Star, right? And Paolo Bancaro and, and Franz Wagner, because right now you know, and he'll continue to climb. He averaged 20 points a game last year. Did Paolo, and he's right there, 19.8 this year. But 19.8 points per game is 25th in East in the Eastern Conference in scoring. I mean, everybody's putting up crazy amounts of points. Now, you got three or four guys in there that just came back from injury, so it's skewed a little bit. Um, but it's about 20th. So if you're not in the playoff picture and you stay around 20 points per game, it's going to be very hard to get an All-Star. But if you're a top four or five team in the East, the Magic have to be represented. If you're a top two team, right, let's say you just absolutely catch fire, then you got to get two of them. Then I think you get Paolo and Franz, but at least if you can stay, that's why I think your point is valid. You got to have success, and if you're a successful team, top four, maybe even five in the East, I think Paolo gets in. I agree with you. And what's it going to take to do that, right? Like I keep on hearing people talk about, is this sustainable, right? And, and, and right. no, we're not going to probably win seven out of the the every ten games the remainder of the season. But if you just go five hundred the rest of the way and stay five or six games. Above 500, then I think that is good enough to be a top four seed in the Eastern Conference. And you're right, like the defense is what carries this team. And 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 if we're there, come come All Star time, and it's not even really come All Star time; it's come All Star voting time, which is coming up much quicker um, than you think. You know, three weeks from now, we're going to be talking about ballots and um, and and who deserves consideration. So it's not that far off. Yeah, like I don't think we need to be a top two team in the Eastern Conference in order for him to get that recognition. We need to keep defending the way we do. And then more than likely, even if you're a defensive minded team, best defensive team in the league or top three or whatever, come that voting time, you know, the best player is going to be the one who gets the recognition. And and that is usually, you know, boiled down to, to offensive stats. If we're the best defensive team in the league come that point and we're Correct. still winning seven out of every 10 games, I'll throw Jalen Suggs in that conversation as well. I mean, yes, absolutely. Has been an absolute terror. He's the, and, and boy, how about the content? I know we're going to get into that, but the content, the last 36 hours of, of Jalen Suggs, I'm watching Sam Bassini, uh, do an hour long <laughs> yeah. breakdown on Jalen's yes. defense. Josh Robbins, our buddy is back. Yes. Great piece in the athletic about the team in general. 
but about Jalen. So that's been a lot of fun. It's it's coming from different places right now, but Paulo obviously um, and Franz are, are are the most important night tonight because we need them to carry that scoring load. Well, I think the one thing that stands out, as you mentioned, Jalen Suggs, and it's the health. It's the health factor yeah. with with Jalen, and I think that's uh, that's a huge part of it. And you're about to get two guys back at some point, and Markel Fultz and Wendell Carter Jr. And you're only going to get stronger. And you know, if you look it up, and I, I'm not a big strength of schedule fan because you know it, it goes by record right so right now the magic are 12 and 5 so technically every every other team in the eastern conference ha- is a worse team than them right <laughs> we know it's not it's not true but it's skewed a little bit they have the 26th hardest schedule remaining now that being said we knew it was difficult the first 19 games uh we knew that but i i don't I look at the schedule and it does not look like the 26th easiest. It does look like the fourth easiest and the 26th hardest uh, remaining. So, um, you know, they got to handle their business, but that's a valid point. You're seven games above 500 now. Can you get it to 10? If you can get it to 10 games above 500, you're a 50 win team. You know, you, you try to try to look at it that way. So, uh, or at least, uh, you know, close to 50 wins. So, anyway, we'll see. Lots more to come on that. But I think the big thing tonight, Jake, all of our eyes are going to be on the in season tournament. What does it look like? For this Magic team to advance in uh, into the quarterfinals, right? The quarterfinals will happen in a couple of days. The Magic have Washington tomorrow. They have Washington again on Friday, and then Brooklyn on a back-to-back. When they go to Brooklyn, they're packing uh, because they're expecting they could possibly play uh, another game that day and and have a game made up. So so we'll see uh, unless they advance here in the uh, here in in-season tournament play, and then we know exactly what will happen come tonight uh, around midnight. We'll know exactly how that's going to break down. But right now. The Magic are three and one. Handled their business. They're done with the in-season tournament. The Brooklyn Nets and Boston Celtics are both two and one, and they both play here tonight. So if Toronto beats Brooklyn, then it doesn't matter what else happens. Doesn't matter what Boston does. If to, so, your best bet, and I and would you not agree? The simplest formula is to watch the Nets and the Raptors and pull hard for the Raptors here tonight. That is your best bet, right? That's that's number one. Go Raps. <laughs> Go I lifelong Raptors fan here. I've got right. I've all I've always Scotty Barnes, I've been saying, is one of my favorite young players. <laughs> you know? I love that Jakob Pertle. I love that Jakob Pertle guy. I'm a big Pertle guy. Yeah, so that's what we want. So that's so that comes tonight, seven thirty, right? The the Raptors and the Brooklyn Nets. So keep your eyes on that. If you have League Pass, listen however however if you want to on Sirius Radio, whatever it is. The other scenario is you can get Boston and Brooklyn. Both need to win, but then point differential comes into play because then you force a three-way tie. Now, remember, Brooklyn beat Boston, okay? Uh, Brooklyn beat Orlando. Uh, So Brooklyn would have a tiebreaker. If Brooklyn wins and Boston loses, then that would be a tie for first with Brooklyn and Orlando, and Brooklyn would advance, regardless of point differential, head-to-head first, then point differential. But if it's a three-way tie, then that introduces point differential only. So... If you if you get a Brooklyn win, can't be by more than 13 points. They can do 13 or fewer, and then the point differential comes in for Boston. Boston can't win by more than 22. So the, so that's what you come down to. If you get both teams to win, and it's Boston by 22 or less, and it's Brooklyn by 13 or less, Orlando still advances. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, so here's where things get a little e- even more complicated and convoluted, right? So basically, again, still, we're just pulling for the Toronto Raptors to win. But there is a path for the Magic to win in the wild card, okay? So remember, there's one winner from each group. So you're going to have three winners move on and one wild card from each conference. The Magic can win the wild card if you get a Cavaliers loss, a Boston Celtics loss, a New York Knicks loss, and a Miami Heat loss. 
probably very difficult to get all of those. You have the Cleveland Cavaliers are home against Atlanta. The New York Knicks are home against Charlotte. The Miami Heat are home against Milwaukee. So I guess you could get some of those scenarios, but Boston is home against Chicago. So I do not see Boston losing to the Chicago Bulls, right? So those are the scenarios for them to move on uh, coming out of the wild card. So I think if you if you get to a scenario where Brooklyn wins and now we're tied with Brooklyn, Brooklyn advances, but Boston loses somehow, then you need those other three scenarios to take place. And, and I think it would be very difficult for Orlando to get in as a wild card. Would you agree? Yeah, I think so. If if for no other reason, um, because it's it's far too confusing to to, to go through it. All. <laughs> At that point, I don't want to be. If we need all that, if we need all that stuff to happen. Now, here's the other thing. Now, if you want to get greedy, and this is I give a lot of credit to Jonathan Osborne and the Six Man Show and a lot of those guys that have figured this all out. Uh, people smarter than me taking time to uh, to break this all down. But if you want to get greedy and the Orlando Magic win their group, okay? So let's say Brooklyn loses to Toronto and we advance, or whatever, it comes down to point differential. Magic come out of East Group C. Here's the scenario where the Magic can actually host a first round, uh, it can host the quarterfinals. If they win Group C and the, and those, and you get Charlotte beating New York, okay? So you yeah. need Charlotte to beat New York. So that game is in New York. You need Charlotte to win, and you need Miami to win at home against Milwaukee by less than 10 points. Okay, so those are the scenarios. The Magic win their group, Charlotte somehow beats New York, points don't matter, and Miami beats Milwaukee by 10 or less. Then we host the quarterfinals coming up here. I believe that would happen on Tuesday or Wednesday against the Miami Heat. How much fun would that be? If you had the in-state rival, the first ever quarterfinals of the in-season tournament, and it's the Magic and the Heat in that building with that atmosphere that we've seen the last week, how cool would that be, Jake? Doesn't it feel like this is all going to come down to like a Bobby Portis three in garbage time or something <laughs> yeah. like that? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. That's We're all going to be sitting there hanging on the edge of our seat thinking that we understand exactly what's going on. Um, this is this is the part where it's like I need I need the Jonathan Osborns and the Philip Rossman Reichs. And the yes, Sparks of course. People. To explain this all to me, but I do kind of like the idea, you know, if bottom line is the we live in a social media age. And so it's not like we're going to be checking the the box scores in the newspaper tomorrow morning and fig, trying to figure this out. If, if you're locked in tonight and, and if you're following all this along, you're going to know as it's unfolding exactly what's happening. If, if you just hop on Twitter like it, or, or NBA.com or whatever, it's going to be explained to you somewhat in real time, I think, as it all goes down. So I'm excited. Look, it's a random Tuesday night. We don't have NFL football. We don't have a game already. Exactly. We're, exactly. We're, we're, we're going to be locked in on point differential and garbage time in about four <laughs> games across the Eastern <laughs> Conference tonight. It's new. It's new. I realize for some people it's con confusing and kind of uncomfortable. Um, but but new oftentimes is that. And so I think it's fun. And if nothing else, um, it's going to give us something to follow along with tonight. Well, and I want to get into all of this because you had in the final minute of the game, you had a three for Jalen against the Boston Celtics when point differential comes into play, and you're able to win that game by 17. You had a Jalen Suggs three at the 102 mark. You had a Paolo Bancaro floater uh, at the 42nd mark. And then you had a Franz Wagner finger roll with nine seconds left. You'd ordinarily would never take that shot, right? But you got a Franz. But first of all, you had your stars on the floor at the end of the game. Uh, because you're playing the point differential. Brooklyn did it to you, and it caught you off guard. You weren't ready for it, and that's you know we, that, that shame on us. We weren't ready for that, but we understood it now and poured it on Boston. 
and Boston didn't like it. And I'll have more on that when we return after this. Coming up on Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Oh, Jason Tatum, no likey what he saw at the end of that game. We did not like it. And we'll break that all down. From the Big Apple to the Big O, the New York Knicks are coming to town to face Orlando Magic. Catch Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner, and the team as they take on Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, and the Knicks Friday, December 29th at Amway Center. OrlandoMagic.com is where you can get your tickets. More Magic Drive Time after this. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Orlando. Take 5 Oil Change, proud partner of the Magic, is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Orlando area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. That means you won't even have time to show off your perfect jump shot or killer crossover. Take 5 is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. No matter where you are for tip-off, you're going to see a lot of this play. The game is on. Just outstanding. Good for three. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Oh, my goodness. Be here for the excitement. Off the charts. The thrills. Slams it in. The rivalries. Put that on your highlight reel, young fellow. Oh, young fellow. Be here for the moments that shape our season. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Sunnyside Plumbing. Yes, I've got a leaking. To leave us a testimonial saying how happy you are with our service, press 1. But you haven't even... For all other inquiries, please hang up. Wait, what? Hang up and call Frank Gay. We're busy watching the game. You know what? I think I will. When you have a leak, you need solutions on your schedule. A helpful expert who can find the problem and fix it fast. That's the Frank Gay way. FrankGayServices.com Great dishes begin with top-quality ingredients. Goya offers a wide variety of products from rice, beans, masarepa, and seasonings to olives and olive oil, even low-sodium and organic items, to stock your pantry with a solid lineup of go-to ingredients. With Goya on your team, your signature dishes are always a slam dunk. For inspiration and recipes, visit Goya.com. And remember, if it's Goya, it has to be good. Goya is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. Now listen up. In business, to have a winning streak, you need a dependable partner by your side. A lasting relationship where business needs meet personal solutions and expectations are always exceeded. When it comes to agility and performance, City National Bank, the official bank of the Orlando Magic, has the playbook to help you take your best shot. Visit citynational.com for more information. City National Bank is member FDIC. Secure your tickets for the 2023-24 season today with the Fast Break Monthly Pass. With this pass, you can be a part of our 35th anniversary season and enjoy at least three home games each month for only $49 per month. Experience the magic from different angles all season. You won't want to miss the action. Visit OrlandoMagic.com slash Fast Break to purchase the Fast Break Monthly Pass now. 
Hey, Dante, what's your favorite thing about a Magic win? No brainer, Jake. 50% off at PapaJohns.com the day after every Magic win. Magic win and fans win with Papa John's because they get 50% off their entire online order. And it's so simple. Just enter the promo code MAGICWIN when you order online at PapaJohns.com. And now you won't miss a shot because you can track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's Pizza, official pizza of your Orlando Magic. Valid online only, not valid with any other discounts. Delivery fee and taxes extra and not subject to discount offer. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance. Maybe decibels. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. This is Paolo Bancaro of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game. Welcome back, everyone, to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman here with you. The Magic are back at it tomorrow, 6.30, right here on 96.9 The Game, 6.30 on Bally Sports Florida. But tonight, it's in-season tournament, tournament time. All of our eyes are on the Raptors and the Nets need a Raptors win. That's the easiest path for the Magic to advance here in in-season tournament play. Let's get to our call of the game. It's brought to you by Glip from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit glip.com to learn more. I, I think people struggle with the point differential thing here uh, in the in-season tournament. I wish there was another way to figure it out. I love in-season tournament play. That would be the only thing I'm not crazy about. But it's the rule. That's how you advance. That That is the scenario for teams to move on. We saw when we went to Brooklyn... The game was over, two minutes left, and they poured it on. Cam Johnson threes, Mikel Bridges dunks. I mean, they just stuck it to us. We weren't, we weren't ready for that whatsoever. Paolo Bancaro said that uh, exactly that the other day. That just caught us off guard. We weren't ready for that. Now we know. So they poured it on the Boston Celtics. The final minute, they continued to uh, to continue to pour it on the Boston Celtics. Afterwards, we said, that we got this from Jason Tatum. The point differential thing, I'm not the biggest fan of it. There are certain instances, like last Friday, where the game was already over and guys were still trying to score. It's all about respecting the game and respecting your opponents. That part, I'm not really a fan of, because if you were on the opposite end of that, you would feel some kind of way. Just try to win the game however you can. Two thoughts on that. If you don't like it, stop it. That's number one. And number two, he's right. He's absolutely right. It it has added a component in the last two or three minutes of games uh, where teams are trying to run up the score because you're trying to get the point differential. However... That's the rule. That's how it's designed. So it behooves you to do that to your opponent. And I think whereas we were kind of caught off guard against Brooklyn, I think Boston was completely caught off guard. First of all, they haven't lost by more than one possession. Anyway, so they weren't used to that. Right. And they thought Orlando would would run out the clock. That, that, listen, they want this. They're hungry. And and if you get in because of point differential, then then good by you. And Jason Tatum is just going to have to accept that. You can't you can't. You can't cry foul now. You should have stopped it when you had the opportunity. But I do think there's some truth to it. I'm not a fan of the point differential either. Well, the only reason I'm not a fan of it is because it's it's a little confusing. Like, I, I, the, I, I've always had an issue with unwritten rules and respect for the game, blah, 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 blah. First of all, Delano Banton and Lamar Stevens played one minute as I look back at the box score. It's not like that game, you know, the last six minutes of the game was Franz and Paolo 
versus the very, very end of the Celtics' that, bench. That's true. Like, that's they true. pulled their starters way, way, way late in that game because it was. I mean, it's, you know. For the it, same reason. They were trying to keep the score close. Exactly. Trying to keep it close. And it, this is the NBA. A 12-point lead with two minutes left is, is, is no longer safe, especially when Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown for crying out that's loud right. are on the that's other right. side. Like, boom, 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 couple threes, and you're right back into the game. Um, I don't. I, I think I understand where he's coming from, but like, I think really the only you can take exception with is the Franz laying with nine seconds left. That's it. They could have they could have dribbled the clock out, but if we get in by a two point differential because of that layup, that's what you're trying to do. That's how the rules are put in. They just and, took advantage of that. And if they and here's the other part, like if you had pulled starters, and if the last three or four minutes was you know Chuma and uh, and whoever else on the floor, it's not like they were just going to be dr- like those guys when they get on the floor, they're trying to score and they're trying to get film out there and everything. If you're in a basketball game, if you're in a competitive sporting event, you try, and that's what happens late in games. Like the first thing you said, I think is the most important. You don't like it, stop it, and they did, yep. and and that's that. And 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 you know what? Look, and that Joe was with him on the the floor. Made that decision. Did Joe right. put put those guys on the floor? And so I, it happened to us. It it is. It's a different aspect of it. I understand late in games, you dribble the clock out. You don't want to show teams up, whatever. Um, but we've been showed up quite a bit over the course of the last couple of seasons. So I'm not I'm not applying <laughs> any beard at all for Jason. Yeah, and, and sometimes at the end of the Boston Celtics. Yeah. So I certainly don't feel bad for them. No question. But. It is interesting. It, it's not their fault. It's the point differential thing, right? It's not their fault for losing by 17. It's that the the rules have to change. And I do exactly. think they will address that because I think there is a sportsmanship element to it. But it, it feels a little college football-y there at the end of the games when you're trying to run up the score. But, hey, that's how it is now. We don't know what we don't know. They put in a great thing with this tournament, and we're all figuring it out on the fly. They'll make adjustments. It may be different next year. But right now, take advantage of it. And uh, But I do think we have a, a buzzsaw waiting for us when we get to Boston. I do think they're going to remember that. Uh, but listen, this team is ready to play, too. And Dante, Eddie House thought the same thing. and That's uh, exactly and right. Happened. Yeah, for sure. Boy, that guy just that guy just won't. He just will not. He won't back down, will he? He just keeps doubling down, and, uh, and they keep taking it to the Celtics, which is a joy to watch. That'll do it for this edition of Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. We'll talk to you tomorrow.